Previously on Finish It, House of Danger. You have no choice but to do as he says. Even your karate training will not help you here. It's like they definitely playtested this book, <laughs> and the kids were like, What? You blew my mind with that. I can't use my karate thing. I think this book is the one. <laughs> it's amazing. I've never thought about myself being in a position like that <laughs> where I can't use my karate. It shook me to my core. I'm no longer a sensei for a bunch of adults. I've given it up. I'm back to being a kid in a class. You know, coloring stuff, learning <laughs> to tie my shoes. It's a living. I gotta get home. My wife's probably got dinner cooking. <laughs> and she gets crazy if I miss it. Then my cholesterol goes through the roof. And now I gotta repair the roof. <laughs> Hi, my name is Matt Ewell. And my name is Chris Ewell. <laughs> this is our term paper. <laughs> Since when do we say my name is? <laughs> I don't know. Is that not what we say? It's a book report. <laughs> well, my name is Matt Ewell. My name is Chris Ewell. <laughs> my podcast is called Finish It. <laughs> and my podcast is a completionist choose your own adventure podcast. Every page, every ending, every book. <laughs> Everyone has no trouble believing that I just messed up the beginning of episode 107? 107. Still haven't stuck the landing Almost. on the beginning yet. I think, I think I thought I had it, and that's why I lost it. Yeah, you got cocky. Yeah. You got so used to almost getting it right that you were you, you were too confident. That's That sounds like me. <laughs> Your abilities. How are you, Matt? I'm good. Yeah? Yeah, I'm excited. I was just telling you about the last four episodes of Clone Wars, and they're really cool, and I liked them. You were telling me about that, but this yeah. isn't a podcast about that, is it? No, it's not. It's not about that. This is the sweet, sweet hour and a half where I have an excuse to ask you not to talk about that. Yeah, this is it. Clone Wars. Show. Hour and a half out of your week. Because <laughs> we, we just started a new book. Welcome to the House of D, which is what I'm <laughs> calling it. It's House of Danger. Uh, I've calling it Danger week. House. Can we call it Danger House instead of House of D? I think House of D is better. Got I think it. most people would agree with that. Yeah, cool. Hashtag House of D. Um <laughs> And uh, I'm still, I'm riding that high of a new book still. I am too. I got, yeah, uh, yeah. Did you want to do a retease? Is that where we're going here? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. We should do a, a little retease. Here we go. All right, Matt, you got a retease? You go first. I'm too anxious. Okay. I've been wanting to get into the house and find the crazy. Yeah. And guess what, Matt? I'm coining a new term this week, because this week, I'm cooking with crazy. Ooh, that's yeah, exciting. Yeah, it gets nuts. It gets a little bit more nuts, like what I've been hoping for. Oh, wow. I, I wasn't too disappointed. It oh. was over really quickly. Oh. Um, but that might have been just because of my breathless excitement of the <laughs> weird things happening. Sure. So uh, that's my tease. My tease is that mine was not over quickly, so that's exciting. Oh, uh, and as, really you, as you mentioned a little bit last week, these are definitely different realities. I have evidence in this new read <laughs> that I'm in a whole other dimension where facts are different than facts that we've had in other reads. That's interesting because I found something in this read mm? that actually made me think that maybe it is the same reality. What? This is so exciting. So we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that. Um, Look at us all excited that, about this book. <laughs> When's the last time that happened? This feels good. <laughs> We should definitely cut this part out and put it next to uh, our episode 
three months from now. It's a good idea. Um, but before we get into the read, it's fun, time for a little fun little segment. Okay. Choose your own beverage because this party, this party is CYOB. It's CYOB, oh House of Danger style. The House of D needs some drinks to delight. Mm. I could do this professionally. That's all I'm I saying. So. Was, I don't even have so to think. Good. It's unscripted. It just comes right <laughs> off the dome. Yeah. Um, so on Choose Your Own Beverage, Matt and I created the perfect drink to go with this book. Matt, yeah. would you like me to go first or should, I, or should you go first? <laughs> um, why don't... Um, you do you do a story. It's your segment. Do you want me to go first? Um, I'll go first. Yeah, go for it. Um, so I made a jangle for each of us. I don't know what your drink is, but I'm calling it. So I made you a jangle for your drink. You're gonna guess what my drink. I'm guessing is what that your I drink created. is. So I made you a little okay. jangle based on that guess. But let's do mine first. Okay. It's only one drink you can get enough of. A Saturn's revenge. It's coming up. Saturn's Revenge. Saturn's Revenge. Yeah, so... Oh, it sounds dangerous. It sounds sweet and spicy. These are troubled times, and sometimes I don't want to go outside. Yeah. And then I don't. So I had to make something with stuff in my house. Good news is I had a little bit of stuff that was pretty interesting left around the house. Ooh. Um, Okay, so Saturn's Revenge. What the heck does that have to do with this book? Good question. I don't know exactly, but here I got my fingers crossed because I know we're going to contact aliens because the beginning of my book said I was going to. Okay. In the district description. So, sure. uh, and I'm, I'm just kind of keeping the fingers crossed that it's they're from Saturn. You, you're hoping that they're Saturn, that you're Saturn aliens? Yeah, you're just because... Like the, the, you're just like the name <laughs> of Saturn's Revenge. Uh, kind of. I actually am basing it on a real drink. Okay. That is based on a drink that is based on a drink. Isn't that interesting? Oh. So the ingredient that I had, I went right past that so you couldn't answer. I, the ingredient I had in my house I wanted to use is uh, an Amaro, a gentian, G-E-N-T-I-A-N, gentian okay. Amaro from Lo-Fi Aperitifs that was given to me by our good friend Howard, because he's a okay. sweetheart. Mm. And I had just a little bit left, enough to make one drink, a rather large drink. And this was the one, okay. Yeah, this is one I made up. So I looked up their website to see what they recommend for cocktails, and they have one called Saturn Returns. Oh. Now, this was perfect because... The, All uh, these names really make it sound like this drink is going to come right back up on you. Yeah, it is. Uh, okay. <laughs> this one wouldn't. It's good. It's this Gentian Amaro, which is... um, It's hibiscusy. It's pink colored. It's uh, herbal, and it's really good. That sounds um, great. But it's just that and pineapple juice over ice. That's all that Saturn Returns Ooh, is. Okay. And I was like, oh, that's neat because I got some tropical fruit punch. Okay. Okay, we'll get to that. But the Saturn Returns, I think, is based on a Saturn's Return, which is a gin uh, tiki drink that is based on the Saturn cocktail. Okay. See, it was a Saturn that back in the 60s. It was made up. Yeah. And then a guy turned it into a Saturn's Return because he put fancy stuff in it. And now this is a Saturn Returns. And I've changed it from just... What was, the, it, in, what was it in the 60s? Was it just like... The Saturn. Oh, it's a, it's a tiki drink with uh, gin. 
and orja 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 a slice orge. of an apple and <laughs> two ounces of gin and a slice of an apple <laughs> just plop it right in there and there's your cocktail happy 60s no it's that and falerno it's like basic tiki stuff uh oh, but nice. a okay. gin based uh drink was Fun. the saturn from the 60s and then the saturn's return has an amaro in it so the saturn returns is this gentian amaro revenge so no, the Saturn, mine is the Saturn's revenge. Is I've toughened okay. this guy up. So we still oh, have the two boy. ounces of Lo-Fi Gentian Amaro. Okay. Add to that one ounce of vodka. Sure. Add to that uh, two and one half ounces of whatever tropical punch you happen to have in your house. Okay. Well, how do I choose? <laughs> <laughs> whatever, whatever you're in the mood for. You, it'll glow a little when you look in the fridge, and that's how you'll know. Okay. Put all that in. Do one little shake of wormwood bitters if you have them. Okay, sure. And then, uh, and you got lots of ice in there. So yeah, then fill that up with some seltzer. To yeah. Top that off with seltzer, and then just give it a, a bit of a stir. There you go. That's your Saturn's revenge. And dare I say that actually sounds pretty good. May I see? Oh, it is the exact color I was expecting. Yeah, it's cute and pink, and I haven't tried it I yet, could... so I'm gonna give it a sip now for the first time. It looks very that kind of peachy salmony color of a of a good tiki drink. Hmm, that wasn't a great look. <laughs> He's going in for a second sip to see if he was just wrong the first time. Just going to make a quick revision to the uh, recipe. Okay. Yeah, you, you know, sometimes if you, have, you could have tasted it. Okay. If you have wormwood bitters at home, you, yeah. you know, that's optional. You don't need to. <laughs> Skip that. That didn't help. Even the just situation. the tiniest bit. Uh, Goes a long way. It's not necessary. Otherwise, it's quite good. Sweet, dry, herbal, with a kick in the butt. That's Saturn's that Revenge. quite delicious. Can I recommend a um, uh, a uh, alcohol free version? Yes. You said the gentian yes, tomorrow please. has a little bit of a hibiscus thing going on. Yeah, hibiscus tea is Ooh. great for making delicious drinks out of. Like Jamaica, the agua fresca is has hibiscus tea uh-huh. in it. It's just like the little cheapy hibiscus tea you see at the store. Boil that, boil a few of those bags for a while, or you know, just put them in hot water, really hot water for a while, and uh, and then add that delicious like bitter tea to any sweet drink so add that to a fruit punch and all of a sudden your fruit punch is actually going to taste like a delicious drink oh that's put awesome. some sparkling on it it's going to be fantastic thank you for saving me i forgot to do the non-alcoholic version and that yeah no i just i just delightful. feel like the hibiscus tea is uh highly underrated it can balance out any sweet drink all right so is it my turn for my drink yeah so let's see if i called it let's see if this jangle is an let's, let's see if you drink. if you could actually guess the drink i was gonna make i'm afraid you might have why don't you try a murder in Murder and fun. That's a really good that guess. That would have been a great name. No, Can I have a backup guess? Can I have a second guess? Go for it. Invisible Hammer. Oh, also a good guess. Uh, my name, not quite so literal from the book. Can you guess um, hmm. what might be in my drink? Um... I'm going to guess rum. Nope. I'm going to guess gin. Wrong. I'm going to guess wine. <laughs> okay, I'll just tell you what's my That's drink. That's great. Is. <laughs> this is, my drink is called the Smoky Monkey. <laughs> now, it has a few different ingredients based off of the uh, uh, people in the characters and scenarios in this book. This is how you're going to make a Smoky Monkey. You're going to want a ounce uh, to an ounce and a half, depending on how... Um, uh, serious you want this drink to be of rebel yell 
Southern Whiskey, uh-huh. and that's in honor of the uh, Confederate ghosts living in this book. Very nice. You can use any whiskey, but I chose Rebel Yell because it felt the most spot on. Yeah, if you want the ghosts to leave you be, you use the Rebel Yell. Absolutely. And then you're going to want uh, an ounce of cinnamon simple syrup. Mm. And cinnamon simple syrup you make by just basically equal parts water and sugar. Cook it down into a syrup for a long time, and you have cinnamon sticks in there the whole time. It's cooking down as a syrup, and it's a delicious syrup. It's that easy, and it works in everything. Ooh, mix that with the hibiscus tea, Ooh. and you're halfway to Jamaica. The rest you'll have to discover for yourself. Uh. Um, so, yes, yeah, so you've got the whiskey. You've got the cinnamon syrup. You're going to want an ounce of pineapple juice. Uh, just to smooth things out a little bit. <laughs> and then that doesn't have anything to do with the book. Uh, also, the cinnamon I also chose for the fire element, a little oh, bit of nice. heat yeah. to go with the uh, burned out fire. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you're going to want two ounces of banana liqueur. Mm-hmm. I choose 99 bananas because it's not actually sweet. It's just banana flavor alcohol without <laughs> sweetness. So I would recommend that one. Otherwise, you, your drink will end up pretty sweet. And then you're going to want an ounce and a half of half and half because... Uh. The main, boy, the, the, main, the main puppet boy in this book is about as white as a character could possibly That's be. True. Is that uh, so it's is not hard. half and half just to make the drink chewier? Just to have no, chunks? No, it's, of... it's not going to have chunks because you've got no citrus making, in here. Making cheese? It's not going to curdle. Got pineapple the, juice? Yeah, no, no. It's not, the pineapple juice doesn't make it curdle. No. Um, Yet. And then, well, let me check. Yeah, no, no, no <laughs> nice. curdle. Um, and then you're going to want to top it off with a sprinkling. Oh, you shake it up with ice okay. a whole lot and then strain it into a glass. And then on top, you're going to want to sprinkle a little bit of smoked paprika. Ooh. Not just paprika, smoked paprika. So that way you get that smell of, of fire. Wow. Of, a, of an old burnt out fire building. Okay. Every time you hold it up to your lips. And then you're going to want to do a little garnish. I added this garnish after my read today. Can you explain that, Matt? It's, it's, it's two ends. It's the two ends of the lemon. Yeah, it's the top you and cut... bottom of the lemon that have been sliced away from the lemon, and, and there's a stick jam through them, and they look like a hi-hat symbol. Yeah. Uh, I'll explain to you by the end of the book Ooh. why that's there. That's exciting. But I, I also haven't tasted mine, but that's just because really? I know it's good. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. Yeah. It really just tastes like banana, but the pineapple takes the intensity off, but you can't really taste the pineapple that much. And it's just white, right? It's just a creamy white color, pretty much. It's, it is the exact color of the inside of a banana. Oh, and the banana is for the chimpanzees, obviously. Everybody needs that. that. Okay. It's pretty good, actually. Ugh. There's nothing like watching your brother on the internet drinking milk. <laughs> no, it's... Besides what I'm very saying. Beard, very, very bearded brother. What did you do last it's night? Not, Watch my little milk, brother drink half milk. Half. <laughs> thick milk. <laughs> thick, thick. This is... Quite delicious. Okay, it's take, definitely the cinnamon. Take it easy. Don't don't skip the cinnamon. <laughs> if you want to make a non-alcoholic version, yeah, you're just gonna want to get some banana flavored syrup, like a Tarani or something like that, mm. and you're definitely gonna want to get some half and half and some pineapple juice, and make that simp- that cinnamon simple syrup I told you about. And you're gonna want to mix those together. Uh, it'll be a little sweet, but it's gonna be nice and frothy and delicious. Wow! And don't nice. skip the smoked paprika. It's it adds a little something nice to it, actually. I'm glad we did really kind of nice cocktails. Yeah, but I'm kind of annoyed that it's going to take me forever to write these into that blog post. Oh, it's really not good. just like a liquor and a juice this time. Yeah, and your mind has a recipe inside a recipe. Oh, I, I and, and I would like you to actually specify 99 bananas. I would because I think if I used a 
actual sweet banana liqueur, this would not be a good drink. But I mean, to be fair, ninety nine bananas is sweet, right? It's just not like sweeter than bananas. Mm, it's maybe a little bit sweet, yeah, but it's not sweet like a normal liqueur, right? But this is a cool conversation to make other people listen. Yeah, to. especially people who are interested <laughs> in choose your own adventure books that don't really care about brothers <laughs> and their dumb hobbies. <laughs> I don't think you. I think if drinking is a hobby, it's an, okay. Well, that's a different conversation. <laughs> All right, are you ready to get into this read? I am. I'm, I'm ready. Do you want to read? Can I read the first sentence this time? Yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah. Let's do it. Let's you do it. <laughs> it is a Tuesday afternoon in late June. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I might have tried to put too much on it there, and that's going to become important later. But Tuesday afternoon is when you finally, I guess, get up out of bed because you are on your way down to your lab in your parents' basement. Uh, when the phone rings, Matt, what do you hear on the phone, though? You hear a weak voice. Sure. It says, I need, I need. <laughs> and it, the line goes dead. And, and it makes you, this tingle in your tummy. And you're like, that's a weird feeling. It's probably the tingle of um, a detective's hunch. That's right. Right? Yeah. That's where the hunch is. <laughs> It's right in the time. Right it's just below right the, the stomach button. is the hunch. Yeah, yeah. It's like a little, like two inches down from your belly button. Yeah. Like when people have the crooked back thing, that's because the hunch has moved up into the back. <laughs> this is no longer where it's supposed to be, just below the stomach. <laughs> but they're still great detectives. Oh, the best. Um, but you didn't have your uh, phone tracing or recording equipment on, so you completely blew it. But so you take a moment to just look around your basement lab. <laughs> What do you have again? You have what don't you infrared have? Fro- infrared infrared activated floodlights. What is that for? No, I'm not going to think about infrared that. activated. Yeah, let's move on. <laughs> High speed movie cameras, just to show off, I guess. Night scopes, two large bookcases. Ooh la la! <laughs> lots of lots of books about murder, Ooh. and just a real bad haircut, according to the. Uh, illustration is yeah. that little spider thing in the glass dome on our desk is that um is that from the spider case i may, yeah i think it might be i mean it definitely seems the front legs definitely look like little arms and it seems to have fingers on every foot but that could just be that this person didn't know how to draw spiders and didn't want to look it up <laughs> this person hates spiders because they have those <laughs> little fingers the little thing you know what i mean eight legs yeah they have little fingers on the end four of four fingers leg. on the end of each leg <laughs> Uh, but luckily, Matt, the phone rings again. Ah, our okay. phone, our electronic phone tracer is ready. Hello. Oh, no, no. That's, all, that's you. You say that. <laughs> I think that's the second time you've done that. And it's <laughs> fair because it says the phone rings in the next, like, I mean, obviously you're going to say hello, but this is like a dramatic moment. It should be the other person talking. Hello. Maybe, maybe he's just trying to, like, communicate with the person on the other end, like, meet them at their level and, like... Yeah, that could be. Be a part of their world. Yeah. And talk to them in the way that they're talking. So you say, hello. <laughs> and they say, help, I need your help. And you're like, this is fun, isn't it? Oh. <laughs> I feel so close to you, right? <laughs> Don't you? That takes us off to page six. There's not too many pages before choices here. Yeah, it's nice. Sometimes it can get a little, a little ugly, but this isn't feeling too bad yet. Yeah. It's only week two, though, I guess. Three. We asked them their name. Is it week three? Mm-hmm. No. Yes. Really? We've read this book three times. It's just sailing by. Yeah. All right. <laughs> the voice is scared. The voice thinks they're after it. You're like, I don't know what that is. So you get you tell them to get a hold of yourself. Rude. Try to get the name and address. But guess what? Your phone tracer 
which operates in milliseconds, got the name and address for you. Right. Have we looked up this address? Uh, I'll do it right now. I guess we don't know what city or town it's in, but it's 1100 Hedgebrook. Two words, Hedgebrook. Uh, 1100 Hedgebrook. No, it doesn't exist. Wouldn't it be great, though, if there were actually like little clues in all the Choose Your Own Adventure books leading towards something in real life? <laughs> that would be incredible. That would be so good. Uh, anyways, it's Henry Marsden's place, apparently, on 1100 Hedgebrook. And, but something, what does this remind you of, Matt? It, it, remi- it reminds you of history. You can't, you can't remember exactly what, because you're great at history, but you're not good. Oh, no, this reminds you of the last case you, you <laughs> solved, your first and only case that you solved, you great detective. <laughs> the spider ghost case. You saved the Ridgeway. Really, do you think there was really a spider ghost in that, or you just call it the spider ghost case because you didn't want to call it the case of Thomas Ridgeway's <laughs> um, accounting fraud? <laughs> I think it must have been an actual spider ghost. The like ghost, the of, ghost a spider. of a spider. Yeah. How could there be a ghost of a? I don't know, but why would you be an aspiring uh, paranormal detective, if investigator, if it wasn't a real ghost? You'd just be a regular you detective. Made, you're just trying to break. Oh, speaking of spiders, there's a big spider right there. What really? <laughs> so big. Go. Wait. That sounded fake, but I just saw his face, and boy, it was not fake. I hear other people screaming. Ah, he's returning with a vacuum. Oh, wait, it's still moving. Okay, you take that outside. Bye-bye, spider ghost. All right, so the good news is, while Chris handles that spider, you solved the spider ghost case, you saved the Ridgeway family's lives, they were very grateful. They gave you a bunch of money. The FBI gave you a citation, like one of the good ones, where they tell you how we great you are. You a new dustbuster. And right, now you I'm take back. all that money, and you that's how you got all your cool stuff in your lab, and that's why you can get up at 2 o'clock in the afternoon, because you're a rich kid, and your parents just have to do what you tell them. You were doing the podcast without me? Yeah, I just was keeping it moving. No, oh, thank you. I appreciate that. No, no problem. Can I step off for a few more minutes? No. <laughs> I want to I sell some fruit to some I, raccoons. I understand what you want to do. <laughs> Uh, anyways, you're eager to get to work, but do you want to rope in your friends? What you, know, you choose, man? You know that it's dangerous not to, but guess what? What? It's not the house of safety. Mm-hmm. It's a mm-hmm. house of danger. So I chose this time, for the first time, not to call my friends and just to go immediately to the address obtained by my cool machine. I was really just hoping we could stay in our lanes. Nope. No, I wouldn't do and it. And really just like really simplify and just like, you know what? Divide and conquer. I, th- I know I'm going to take this path. I know Matt's <laughs> going to take the other path. I thought about it a bunch of times. Here's what I thought. A, that that seems cowardly. B, <laughs> if the worst happens and we get the same read, that is frustrating for everybody and I would apologize. But because you have a get out free card. I do? Oh, yeah, I do. I would feel a little less bad about it. Ending up to having to do a pizza party. I decided three times. I really had to stop and think about it, and I was so like, "No, I'm doing didn't. what I want to do." That's that's. I think that's always a good fallback for this podcast. Yeah. When we start playing it too safe or thinking we have a system, that's when we start really messing up. <laughs> that's right. Let's see how bad we so messed I, up I, today. I applaud your bravery. Cheers. Uh, cheers. Sorry for that gulp. Mine is separating a little bit. A little bit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just a little bit. You're going to have a little pineapple cake at the end of this show. Nobody would notice. You would never notice. Okay. I just have a refined palate. Uh-huh. <laughs> so we are both going to immediately go to the address obtained by the phone tracing machine. Yeah. It's kind of cool because we, we don't know anything about the Mars. You don't have time to sit around thinking about history. 
and and figuring out who this guy is. You go straight there. There's no time for research. So we don't know anything about wanted, the Civil War. You just wanted prison. to skip the research section. I did, it's not my favorite part. Yeah, okay. So you get there. It's a very modern house in a very fashionable suburb. Um, you park your car down the way and walk on up. You're checking it out. <laughs> New house, old gatehouse. What if your car is like and a little it, pedal car? You know, or you got you just got your feet sticking out of the bottom. You're just wailing along. You had it since you were little. You still fit in there, basically. You still fit. You had to take the roof off, but now you just tell everybody it's convertible. The roof and the front, and, you, and then you, you take you, the front you off. The joke, <laughs> take the front off. You had to make the wheels bigger. Yeah, it could be like like what could a kid drive? Are teenagers allowed to drive a golf cart? You get one of them little tyke things, the red with the yellow on top. Sure, pop the top uh-huh, off, yeah. sit in it, go backwards. Oh, go backwards work. Yeah, push work. with that your feet. Be hard. You don't need to see where you're yeah. going if you're this kid. Yeah. It's so important. Get, get mirrors for that. Or pow, pow, power wheels. Oh, yeah, power wheels are probably where, where you right? want to be. Maybe two. Probably. A foot yeah, you each. would probably need two. <laughs> you probably need a, a hand on each steering wheel. <laughs> just yeah. like a boss taking up the just, entire road. Just screaming, help me, the whole time you're driving. <laughs> just for safety. Uh, there is a plaque on the ho- in front of the house, though, site of Hedgebrook Prison, which bur- which was burned to the ground during the prison riot of 1887. 112 prisoners died in the fire. 112? That's 1,200 prisoners. What? 112. 112 prisoners. <laughs> <laughs> that's... <laughs> you can cut, you can cut really that out. weird. I can cut no, that out. I'll cut it out. I'll just cut like it out. It. Okay. <laughs> okay. Thanks, Dad. Um. <laughs> so what do you see at that? Oh, you see the weird uh, Hulk and huge blackened hunks of shattered concrete uh, that is the ruins of the old prison. Yeah. But then, Matt, you got to do this. Was this exciting for you to this do this This was part? exciting for me. I'm excited right now. It was, it was really fun. And there's a lot of images in this book, especially in the read I had, that are two-page like spreads top of two pages. Yeah. And they're really good. These illustrations are really good. Yeah, the illustrations are really nice in this one. But what happens here, man? Um, so okay, so this dude comes running out of the house. He's quite scared, and then he just drops as though he had been hit by an invisible hammer. You start yeah. running towards this old gate that's there. Doesn't look right, but something stops you because uh, suddenly these chimpanzees materialize out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. You're like, what are they? Can they be huge chimpanzees? Which I think is funny to think because they're obviously huge chimpanzees like that's the only thing we know about them is that they're huge chimpanzees well he spent a lot of time in the basement of his parents house perfecting his lab he maybe hasn't been to the zoo so much i I guess if you're a paranormal investigator you don't always just immediately believe what you see that's true could be anything but these guys look mean they look angry They they could be a ham sandwich um so you're frozen to the spot for a moment as these very scary beasts uh uh, jump around and look scary. Uh, so our options are to make a hasty retreat or not care about how scary the chimpanzees look and try to go help that guy. Well, I think we're definitely going to do the same thing. What's that? Which is go oh. try to help the man. Oh, I made a quite hasty retreat to my car. Yeah, no, I am. Uh, I'm going to rush these chimpanzees, man. That's nuts. So you, so you made a hasty retreat? I made a hasty retreat. I was real curious. Whose turn is it to go first? Um... I All right, you said yours was a, first, quick, right? a quick run. You want to go first? Yeah, yeah, it is quickish. Okay. Um, part of that is because I've done a, a hefty bit of this before. Mm. Um, so I am scared, but not so scared that I don't think my pen knife will do the trick. 
So I pull out my pen knife and I swing it around like a crazy person. I also look like an insane puppet that's been brought to life. So those two <laughs> things combined. The chimpanzees the run off because they look up to see where the marionettist is and there's no one up there. And they're like, this is not right. <laughs> I We are out. Uh, they actually swing off into the ruins, which I still think is an so extremely cool, cool image. Um, that takes me over to lovely page 10. Where I find a triangle piece of paper. Nice. <laughs> I'm. This thing is starting. I'm starting to get obsessed with this. I did not find out oh. this time what this paper is all oh, about. Really? So that's I think going to become a mission because I'm starting to become a little bit obsessed with it. Or maybe I can let it go in a very zen way. Hmm. Um, I try to get the dude to tell me something, but I'm too distracted by this piece of paper to really communicate with him. So he dies. Yeah. He's been frightened to death. I deduce. And then sure. the chimpanzees, the chimpanzees reappear. One of them has a long bamboo blowpipe. Turns out they were just swinging away to get their long bamboo blowpipes. Is it time? Yeah, it's time. I remember this time. Y'all know what time it is. That's right. It's time for fresh read hot facts. Extra, extra, hot, crispy. So it's fresh read hot facts because it's a hot facts based on this current extra, read. Extra, extra, hot and crispy. It's a okay. fresh hot, fresh read hot fact from my read today. You could have done this while I was attacking that monster spider. I did. It's going to be in twice this time. Okay. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, one of the cool things in my read today is I have a little spy gadget that I use later on. What? And it is a pen bought with that Ridgeway family uh, thank you money. No way. And the pen shoots knockout gas. Knockout gas? That's right. I have it, and I have it in my... I think it's in my car, and then I put it in my pocket. The point is I have a pen that shoots knockout gas, so that's what today's... Spoilers? Fresh, yeah, it's a little... It's a tease. It's not a spoiler. Gotcha, okay. Uh, today's Fresh Read Hot Fact is about knockout gas. Yeah, what's... not? Is knockout gas an actual thing? No. I mean, there's oh, gases that put it, people to sleep, but they also kind of maybe kill them. So it's not really a thing you can use. Like if you, sure, if you're okay. like, I'm gonna put you to sleep, you're probably also gonna fall asleep, and then the both of you might <laughs> die from that. Okay. There's nothing good yeah. about knock, I guess. So we're not gonna get into it. Okay. Good. But what I did discover is if you need to know the most popular knockout gas movies and TV shows, that is a searchable keyword on IMDb. Fantastic. What'd you find? A lot of movies I don't really want to talk about, <laughs> but if you need to uh, find all the good knockout gas movies, you know, like, look, the first Batman is in there. Old boy is in there. Split, the um, James McAvoy, Shyamalan, Shyamalan yeah. movie. Uh-huh. Those are yeah. those are knockout gas movies for sure. But you can also cross-reference. You can say, I want, I want to find out knockout gas movies and with the character name in the title that also include clown makeup. Matt. And that's that's pretty much you're down to Batman at that point. Matt. Yeah. So what is this? This is it, IMDb.com slash search slash keyword. That's what this is. You can this is a hot fact crazy that you can yeah, search like, things in IMDb. But by a lot of weird keywords. That's not a like, hot fact. Like it doesn't knockout guess. Who would ever need to search movies by knockout guess? That's your fresh read hot fact. I loved it. Thanks. You sold me right at the end. It was perfect and wonderful. Cross-reference with thing. binoculars. I certainly would never edit it out of this episode. That's what I like to hear. <laughs> <laughs> All right, sorry, where were you? There was a there was a chimpanzee with a blowpipe. 
Yeah, let me just um, get back on the m- momentum machine and start pumping my feet to get this thing going. It's again. hard, right? Just riding a bike up a hill, having to stop and wait while the guy talks for a long time. And then start pedaling right in the middle of the hill? Yeah, and I don't get to get off the bike and stand. I have to kind of stay on the bike and push One the foot. pedal just a little bit so I stay still and don't go back. The- Hopping a little on the foot on the ground. <laughs> Anyways, the chimpanzees blow, uh, the maybe chimpanzees blow a long bamboo blowpipe right at me, and that's too much for my delicate sensibilities. So I race back across the lawn, through the gate, and back to my car. Uh, This is not a choice, this is just what I did. Right. And I can either call the police and report a possible murder, or decide to come back later and sneak up on the house from a different direction, which they'll never see coming, but I'm not going to do that. Ooh. I'm calling the police. I'm going to play it safe again. Smart. You're like, ah, chimpanzee just murdered a man. <laughs> three, I mean, three chimpanzees in front of a house. <laughs> it's normal. Um, so I decide I'm going to call the police. This could be too much to handle alone. Could. Um, I call my buddy Sergeant Morrison, tell him what's up. He says he gets lots of complaints about that place because of the crazy explosions and chimpanzees and people dressed up like confederate prisoners but this is the first their first solid lead so they're sending squad cars over there and he's saying don't do anything just wait until i get there so that's what i do matt i have a choice between uh going back and taking another look which i did before yeah or waiting like a good little detective and i decide to wait like a good little detective good for you thank you and while i wait guess what i do huh what would you do if you were waiting? Um, okay, so I don't have a cell phone. I do have a cell phone. You have a car a car telephone. I have a car telephone? <laughs> yeah, there's uh, a car telephone. Ooh, I would order a pizza to my car. There's, I'm sorry, there's like a, some sort of propeller-based flying vehicle <laughs> that just flew over our house <laughs> to such an extent that the entire house was shaking. Oh my gosh. It's just the new normal. What'd you say? I don't know. <laughs> Oh, I would what order I a pizza to the car. I, that's what I would do, too. That's not yeah. what I did in the book, though. Oh. I tried Ricardo and Lisa again. Oh, smart. Be like, uh, hey, bring a pizza. Yeah, that's what I should have said. This is what it says. You try Ricardo and Lisa again on the car phone. Hooray! Exclamation point. They're home. You explain the situation, <laughs> give your location, and soon they arrive on their bicycles. Losers. Like idiots. <laughs> <laughs> They roll up to my car, and I slowly roll the window down. (laughs) Eating your pizza. And Lisa says this. She says, hey, just suppose that Marsden is a ghost in human form. You're like, what is that? What are you talking about? (laughs) Ricardo says, can't be. Ghosts don't take solid human form. Sure, you can see a ghost image, but they don't have real bodies. I don't think so, anyway. Oh, oh, he almost had it. He almost had it. Gotta own it, Ricardo. He saw the look on your face while you took a bite of that pizza, slowly hanging up your car phone. He back he backed off that one. Um, I'm all like, either way, we got to figure it out. So let's not jump to any conclusions before we have a few more facts. I'm giving them some lessons here. Nice. I'm teaching them yeah. what it means to be a detective. Right. Logic. Ricardo says he'd Cause like to go up and the effect. road. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Ricardo says he would like to go up the road and get a look at this house. I tell them Sergeant Morrison said to stay here. Yeah. And he's going to be mad if we don't. But then the car phone rings. Oh. It's the police operator saying Sergeant Morrison's going to be delayed on an emergency call. More of an emergency than a murder. So, it's not great. Right. Um, That does it, said Lisa. I think we should leave a note on the car and do a little investigating on our own. Leaving a note is smart. This is a great choice here. That's good. If you are firm about waiting for the sergeant, turn to page 70. 
If you let Ricardo and Lisa oh. talk you into going up to the house, turn to 79. Ooh. So I decide to allow them the opportunity to convince me further. Oh, sad, dude. <laughs> to go up Stand to the house. Stand up to them. Just because I'm a, I'm a maniac for control, I want to I wanna make them convince me. So yeah, this time I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let them convince me. We're okay. going to go. Uh, we head up the road. We find a, a good view of the house. And Lisa's like, let's get closer. And Ricardo's like, look at those bushes. And I'm like, ugh. <laughs> um, but he says we could probably get right up close without being seen because of those bushes. But I remind, remind them about the crazy chimpanzees, <laughs> which I feel like they might not be taking seriously. You're forgetting um, those crazy chimpanzees. But then there's a scream from the direction of the house. Uh-oh. Now we have to investigate. Yep. All right, you say, but let's be very careful. Which, again, is another lesson, a detective lesson. I feel like I'm definitely laying out detective lessons. Yeah, here. absolutely. So we find, follow the fence a little bit till we find a little broken spot we can squeeze through. Uh, we keep the shrubbery between us and the house. Good thinking. That's the third lesson of being a detective. Yep. The first lesson is, what was the first lesson? Don't jump to conclusions. Right. Second lesson is be very careful. The third lesson is keep the shrubbery between you and the house. <laughs> um, you try to look inside the, you find a basement window, but you can't see inside because they're like mirrored. Right. But then guess what? What? What am I surrounded by? All of a sudden. Right. Chimpanzees? Five snarling chimpanzees. Wah. They're huge and their teeth look very sharp. Uh-oh. And I've got a nice uh, two-page spread here on Ooh. page 84 and 85 if you want to check it out. Mm-hmm. Got of us here. with our backs, backs <laughs> against a door and we're surrounded by chimpanzees. And check out our detective team, Matt. Pretty cool. We've got us, the creepy lanky puppet in the middle. Yeah. Lisa in her little sweater vest. Yep. Blonde hair, looking pretty, pretty uh, you know laced up yep and then ricardo what's going on there got got that dress shirt unbuttoned a little bit a little white bit leather low. shoes definitely white pants yeah for sure got very curly head of hair i gotta be and honest I'm... i don't think this kid's name is ricardo <laughs> i'm pretty sure his name is richard yeah he gave himself the name ricardo his name is richard. which is super cool it's fine I like that um, you you appear to be grabbing them by the back of their shirts and holding them in front of you. <laughs> it does look like you're using them as human shields uh, to fend off the two waves of chimpanzees on either side of you who look like they're simply trying to play rock, paper, scissors with us by this illustration. Um, but they do look kind of scary. Yeah. But um, we're basically backed up against this They've got butts. Door. That one's yeah, a butt. Butts. That's a real butt. Yeah, that's a butt. This one's just a suggestion of a butt, but it's a clear butt. Yeah. But look at that guy's butt. I mean, there's a reason they drew the image from this side. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> nice low angle. Nice low angle. Um, but we're back. they got us backed up against this door, basically. Um, so there's no choice. We just got to open the door and go in. Okay. Uh, we find the light switch. We check out the place we're in. Uh, like a large modern office Ooh. with fancy paneling and steel and glass desks. In the center of the room is a large conference table. Uh, is a collection of blueprints on it. And this made me think of the room I went in last week, the conference table, the conference room with all the people. And oh, I'm yeah. wondering if it is the same place. I bet and it they is. Just were, they were pitching me a story because oh. this is what I find oh. on the conference table. There's a whole bunch of papers. One paper is labeled Top Secret Invasion Plans, Earth, Western Hemisphere, Phase Alpha. What? what? So Saturnians. that does not sound like... And this takes me to page Ooh. 87, 
Well, I'm in a whole new world of fun. You rifle through more papers. They're filled with dates, graphs, etc., blah, blah, blah. Stuff about agricultural output, uh, natural resources, energy production. All right, I just want to say no kid has ever read that paragraph. <laughs> it begins with you rifle through papers and then explains how their graphs, calculations, <laughs> agricultural output, etc. Opposite this illustration, which we'll get into in a moment. Mom, I want a different book. <laughs> Just chose a different adventure. <laughs> um, as you look through the papers, a tall, very thin creature with an oversized head enters the office at the far end. This is what we have an illustration of: the most space alieny looking space alien. Too space alieny. Can't imagine. <laughs> Too space alieny. You've got the uh, big giant head. You got the three big fingers on each hand. Yep. You got the like the space outfit with the shoulders that go pointy straight up and the collar that goes pointy uh-huh. straight up. Everything's shiny. Looks He's like a his... uh, Mars Attacks alien if you couldn't yeah. see their brain and they had lips. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's and they lips. were right about to ground you for a month. <laughs> <laughs> That's really what it looks like. Hand One hand on a hip, the other hand is up like, I don't know how many times I've told you this before. Yeah. <laughs> Here we are I guess, again. I guess there's only one thing that gets through to you, says the space alien. <laughs> Uh, actually, no. Here's what the space alien really says. Ah, my inquisitive friends, I see you are examining our plans, he says. Uh, look all you want, it does not matter. Our plans are already in motion. And this is interesting. The alien seems to look at the three of you with both intensity and amusement. It's a lot of expression for a dude with no eyelids. (laughs) No eyelids. No eyelids. That's the intensity part. Yep. So every face (laughs) this creature makes is a combination of intensity and whatever else. <laughs> whatever <they're feeling>. else. <laughs> uh, I make a proposal, he says. <laughs> Why not join us? We could use Earthlings like you to help us. We tried Earlier today, we tried to recruit another Earthling, but he ran out on us. That's the dude that got killed. That's right. So he's like, you should be more sensible, probably. <laughs> so now it's decision time. Oh, man. what is this? All right. If you pretend to join... Buh. I know. I, I kind of wish it was just straight up join. Go on to page 88. If you refuse, turn to page 90. But a good detective always wants to know more. That's right. So I am going to pretend to join. Very good. And by extension, Ricardo and Lisa also will have to pretend to join. They don't have free will. No, they don't. It takes me to page 88. Um, this is interesting. I can't quite figure this one out. Maybe you This can help is me. crazy. You this says everything thing. about who hey, we are as a reading character. Ahead. It's, it's one sentence. Two sentences. It, it says, you figure the best thing to do is humor the creature. Your guess is that he is insane and that this whole scheme is just his imagination. You are either the world's his dumbest paranormal investigator or the world's <laughs> most insanely confident, awful monster. Or just like after seeing a spider ghost... Everything else just seems a little bit tamer. <laughs> and you're like, yeah, he's an alien. Yeah, he's from outer space. But, but he's clearly he not really taking it. He's clearly insane. He's clearly making all the rest of this up. Right. I saw those blueprints. <laughs> like, what part do I think is his imagination? We're going to... The fact that he himself is an alien is a, is a result of his imagination? Look at the beginning of the next paragraph. We're going to hit this... We're going to hit this page from another story that does not involve aliens. Come now, my friends, says the man. Uh-huh. It's not all that bad. You are completely right. It's going to be, yeah, it's going to be some, like, regular guy who wants to take over or something. Oh, my God, dude, you're totally right. That's why it's weird like this. 
we will oh man that's what it is it's exciting we're gonna page come at it from at least one other page yeah page 88 that's we'll hilarious okay <laughs> they say they're gonna train us for our new positions they guarantee job security and even pension after a certain number of years. Yeah, 300 Sounds years. If it wasn't so communist. Ooh. No, thank you. Yeah, this is America. Actually, that sounds really great. Um, that sounds amazing. <laughs> um, and it said, he says, perhaps one of you would like to be an Earth Project Manager. Oh. That sounds awesome. It sounds boring. Or perhaps an Invasion Commander, like him. Yes. Now that's more your speed? Yes. All right, now we know what to sign Matt up for. Thank you. Page 96 now. Okay. Another two-page spread. As he's talking, the man walks over and opens the outside door. The man walks over and opens the outside door. I mean, that's kind of it's nice of you to be like, okay, this guy's obviously not from the planet, but this is a, but then a again, being very, like myself. Well, I could say a being. I don't have to say a man. I'm just now. I'm just making assumptions. Um, yeah, it's actually kind of rude. He beckons you to go out. A lot of beckoning in this book. Uh, <laughs> you realize you're in a. You're as you as you step out, you realize that you are in big trouble. Took a while to get there, <laughs> but you did eventually realize it. The sky is almost covered by an enormous space vehicle. Bright gold. It Ooh. hovers overhead with a low humming sound. You wonder if you will enjoy your new life. The end. And yeah, we've got a two-page spread of a giant, the underside of a giant flying saucer, I guess, basically, or a spaceship. It looks kind of <laughs> rad, actually. It looks amazing. It's a cool design. All these illustrations spaceship. are so good. It looks um, like a big old space bow. And then me just having the final realization that I my confidence has taken me and my friends too far. You and your uh, friends are going to be end. fine. The whole planet's going to be yeah. in trouble. I'm headed to outer space to be, I mean, to have a job and yeah, job security and up. a pension. People in outer space need detectives, I bet, maybe. Yeah, I mean, whatever it is, it sounds like not so bad. Yeah. A kid that age, getting a job that he can, that's the start of a career. Yeah, free training. You probably paid for training. Yeah. Free training on the on the job training pension from the get go. Yep. See the universe. Great ending. Got I got Ricardo <laughs> and Lisa with me, and there's definitely no grudges there. You know. Oh, not at all. <laughs> you know those two. They'll just be happy you saved them from enslavement or whatever. Yeah, you're welcome. I don't know anything. So yeah, that was my very exciting adventure. So that's that what is an my, adventurous read. That's what my garnish is meant to be. It's meant to be a little. Oh, saucer. it's a flying saucer. Yeah. It looks awesome. And it's golden, just like the flying saucer in the book, which is a nice detail. I've never seen a golden flying saucer, I don't think. Uh, that's pretty rad. Yeah, that's that's good. That's like some Fifth Element stuff. That's some uh, Stargate business. There we go. Yeah. So that's my book. I loved it. That's your book. That's my book. <laughs> that's my book. <laughs> I'm, cutting, I'm cutting those pages <laughs> cutting those pages out and stapling them together, and that's it. That's the book. <laughs> I don't want any other reads. I was pretty satisfied with that. I didn't get into a whole lot of craziness in the house, but... I did uh, find the uh, alien yeah. who turned back into a man. You're so right about that loop. I, You know what? Actually, when you go out and you realize that you are in big trouble, I think the whole yeah. page before is just set up for that hilarious joke about you realizing you're in trouble. That is kind of funny, I guess. I think that's... It's not. But I think that's what the intention <laughs> was. <laughs> I don't know. I still... I think we're definitely going to come back to it from another branch, I too. I hope so. But we will see. Um, I would love to hear your read, but I think I need to stretch my mind a, a little, little bit break, first. A little break. Let's cleanse the palate of the mind. Okay. Come on. When you oh, that's right. You find that what you end up with is called which choose, choose your, your own am I. I couldn't remember what the other one sounded like, so I got I panicked. I played the wrong. I played the wrong jangle. Don't panic. No, that was the right one. I mean, right. I meant to say right, but I said wrong. All right, we're doing good. Has there ever been? Has there ever been a worse mistake? 
been accidentally saying wrong when you meant to say right. Maybe no more cheese your own beverage segments. <laughs> it's very good. Uh, are you ready for a tough, tough quiz where you have to figure out which cheese no. your own am it? I need an easy one. You got an easy one? Yeah, some of them are easy. Why don't you just show me pictures and I'll tell you if it's an animal or not. Oh, that's a pretty good quiz. We could do that quiz. <laughs> no, People listening will just hear you say giraffe, frog, <laughs> cat, uh, uh, cat. Uh, what is it? <laughs> All right. Are you ready for which cheese your own am I? Now, this, this is a quiz where we give a description of the book and then the other guy's got to say the title of the book and we were being pretty nitpicky. It's got to be the right title. But, uh, you know, if you want a couple of guesses, you can have like three guesses probably because I ask for that. Yep. Uh, we're probably going to hit some ones we've done before because That's we got to learn. Remember. We got to learn. Okay. Got to learn. You are a young doctor specializing in tropical diseases. I'm going to hit all the hints. Thank you. You arrive in the South American jungle and find your team is missing. Now right. you face a journey into the heart of the Amazon jungle alone. Although you are a doctor and your specialties are greatly needed, this dense tropical forest has more secrets than it has survivors. Okay. Amazon Adventure. Uh, no. Mystery in the Amazon. No. That's the right number of words. Jungle Doctor. <laughs> That's it. No. <laughs> I'm afraid that was lost on ah, the Amazon. Lost on the Amazon. I don't yeah, think we'd cool. ever get on. That's tricky. No. It's, but it makes it, the book sound much cooler. You are part of an elite research team, the Zondo Quest Group. Your okay. mission is to combat the evil power master, a rogue entity who is destroying planets one by one in a quest to control the universe. You wake up and find most of your team is missing. Are they captive of the evil power master's allies, the ant people? <laughs> so I was about to say war with the power master, war with the evil power master, but I believe it is prisoner of the ant people. That's right. It is prisoner of the ant people. Every word correct. Congratulations. Yes. Who we should read that. is responsible for the diminishing oil levels on Earth? Okay. Well, this is a big conversation that we have to get into it right now. An evil multinational organization? A rogue okay. government body? Or could it be someone or something completely otherworldly that is siphoning oil through, I don't know, laser straws? Did, does, it, does it say laser straws? Yes. It doesn't say, does I don't know, but it does say laser straws. Laser straws? Yeah. More than just the planet's weather and resources are at stake. Why would you say laser straws? Is this just like right after straws were invented? <laughs> so they were like the height of cool technology? No, it was right after lasers were invented. And then oh, everybody okay. was like, laser everything. Everything man. was razor. <laughs> laser hats? Can you imagine laser hats? Were you reading the last sentence? More than just the planet's weather and resources are at stake. Is it more? Is at stake? More than Project. just the planet's weather and resources is at stake. That's not, I don't think that's correct. Earth blasters. More than two things are at stake. Well, maybe it's right. Wait, or you're guessing. Earth blasters, you say? Yeah. No. Project Remnant. <laughs> no. Missing a vital word that you said in the first guess. Oh. The only hint. Oh, um, um, oh, 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 oh I know this. Planet blasters. <laughs> so close. That one is trouble on planet Earth. <laughs> Oh, man, I got planet right. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, you did. Your uncle Gilroy unearths an amulet that proves okay. the existence of an ancient civilization called Satyrion and ends years of research in the Australian outback. But he needs your help 
His search is threatened by traitors and crime syndicates who believe the area holds another treasure. Uranium. Oh, I know this one because we were talking about it recently. Terror in Australia. Wrong. Terror in the Outback? Wrong. This is a bit of a trick one, but I'll give it to you if you get close. You're close. You see, what's happened is they've changed the title since it was originally published, and the new title is much funnier. Terrible Australia. (laughs) No, no, I'm afraid (laughs) not. What is it? What is it? It, Let me see if you can guess the new title, keeping in mind that it is much funnier and only one word different than the old title, which I think was Terror Terror Down Under. Oh, Blunder Down Under. That's good, but no, it's Struggle Down Under is the new title of... Struggle Down Under? That's the worst possible name for that. Yeah, Struggle Down Under. I'm going to give you a point for that because that was The other one was Terror Down Under? It might have been Terror in Australia, actually. The more I think Uh, about it, it's hard to remember. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, Finally, you and your cousin Hubert get to race his vintage cars for real in Switzerland. At stake is more than just the thrill of competition or the glory of winning. You have been tapped by a syndicate to help them throw the race. If you say yes, you're defrauding everyone. But if you say no, what will they do to you? Not everyone. Everyone. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Um, Everyone! (laughs) I'm going to guess this. I don't think it's right. Is it the race forever? No. Yeah, that's not in... The word race is not... And the correct answer. I think that one's in Africa or something. It's um, a tough one. We're on tough ones now. Um, super driver. No, not that was a bad guess. Do a better at guess. Car mystery hill. Ooh, no. But that just <laughs> probability wise, you're in the 80th percentile there. Right. Uh, the re- the correct answer is behind the wheel. Whoa! I don't think I ever would have thought of that. No, but it's just so we learn. You know, that's that's how we learn. Left in charge of a strange old house, the reader, that's you, Chris, stumbles Uh upon a secret room containing three Mm. mysterious boxes labeled past, future, and never. Don't look in those boxes. And each box, when opened, leads to an exciting adventure. We've talked about this one a little bit before because uh, it's got a real dumb name, but it's apparently a super, super great book. Is it Hyperspace? No. No. No, no, no. It's not Hyperspace. It's about a secret room. Mystery of the Secret Room. That's correct. (laughs) (laughs) That's an actual title of a book? Yeah, it's the most generic title ever, but apparently it is a super creative, very well done book that I think would be fun to check that one out. Okay, last one. Are you ready? Yeah. Now, this is not like an official description, but it's the best I could find. Okay. That's not true. It was not the best I could find. It was the funniest I could find. Okay. The reader's decisions control the course of a mystery involving the sabotage of orchards on a farm in British Columbia. Whoa. Color me tingled. <laughs> um, hmm. I feel like you're not giving me a whole lot. I want to say sabotage as my first guess. That's good. And, that's and right. uh, it's not correct. But you're on the right track to think that not a single word in this title was in the description <laughs> I just gave you. <laughs> Um, oh, you know what? Where, where, there are where's two the words. Two words in the title. Where's British the Columbia. Where's that? Why would you ask me that? request <laughs> <laughs> up. It's uh, it's Canada. It's off the coast of Canada, right? Isn't off the coast of Canada? West coast. Yeah. I'm looking it up now. Wait, you knew? Um, yeah. You are a very bad person. <laughs> I'm gonna say it's a Canadian province, Chris. Spooky wet house. 
Uh, no, one more, one more. Two words, two words, buddy. The soggy farm. Whoops. Nope, that is <laughs> ghost train. Ghost train? <laughs> There's nothing about a train in that description at all. Yeah, it was like a trick. It was a funny trick. It's a pretty funny trick. I have a feeling there's nothing about orchards in that book. I think it's a really bad description I found in a couple <laughs> a of places. Description. <laughs> um, great job. Uh, you learned a lot, and that's what's important. I feel like I learned a lot. Yeah. And I feel like this banana cocktail is very good for memory retention, so I should be in a good... Uh, a good... Um, Crushed it. The... Just <laughs> a good day, sir. <laughs> And to you, should we dive into your read? <laughs> we I'm should. Excited to see what I am happens. standing outside of a very modern house. It looks like a spaceship. There is a man laying on the ground who does not look well, and there are huge chimpanzees yelling at me. I choose to ignore they the do poor look man like they're yelling on the at ground. You. Sure. <laughs> and I take off for the safety of my car because I just <laughs> yeah, got this car. And it's car. awesome. Um, so I'm off to page thirty-one. Scratching that paint job. Yep. What's going to happen there? Oh, probably not. Uh, not much. I ha- I always drive with a first aid kit and some basic defensive equipment, such sure. as my pen, in quotes. Oh. That has a knockout gas in it. What? Uh, I have Have a- we not done this before? Uh, no. Yeah, we ha- I-, I-, I chose to leave him behind on my first read. I didn't see anything about a knockout gas pen. I don't think you did. I nope, think you thought going, about we're it. We're going, going to the book. We're going to <laughs> the book. <laughs> okay. What page were you on where you made that choice? Nine. I didn't do that, huh? I really thought I did. You might have run to the car later. Like it might I'm be glad another you're choice. You're here to straighten me out because woof, there's some pictures in this book. Every once in a while, I see one on accident, and holy moly! Yeah. All right. So <laughs> you have a knockout gas pen, which is amazing. And why was that not in your pocket? Exactly, a real bad decision. So now I'm in my car, and I, you know, something doesn't feel right. Yeah. And then something really doesn't feel right because I feel a cold metal circle, like the end of a gun barrel, pressed to the back of my neck. What? A raspy voice commands. Just do what I tell you, or you'll be looking for a new head. What? How right? would you even do that? So he starts, the, whoever's in the back seat with a gun starts. Whoa, whoa. Somebody in the back seat? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah, I get in the car, and there's a I gun press to the have, back of my neck. No, I got it, I got it. I definitely have gone back to the car yeah. later, so that person was in there for like five minutes, and then they're like, yeah, this isn't working. Yeah, or they <laughs> fell asleep or taking a nap. Here's what's sure, up. There's... Alternate dimensions. You're creating new timelines with every choice you make. And yeah. this story that I'm about to get does not exist in the world of your story, I don't think. We'll At see. All? I okay, don't think so. Let's see. Uh, so he gives me some directions. Uh, and I don't know if you look at the illustration of this, but it's me sitting in the front of a pretty snazzy car, Oof. hands in the Rich. air, with a very hairy, silhouetted person behind me. Ooh. Mm-hmm. So we're off That's to page 18. That is creepy. And, and, and you are... A big part of why that picture is creepy. That's correct. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, he tells me to drive around a bit. Uh, we go off on a dirt road into a heavily wooded space. Um, and he tells me to stop. And the, the, there's a beeping sound in the back seat. I'm like, huh? What? And I don't feel the gun on my neck. And I'm like, he must be huh? fiddling with some sign, kind of little device back there. Ooh. So while he's not paying attention. I put my hand under the dashboard and I grab my knockout gas gun disguised as a pen. The knockout gas gun. Remember, you could this either pick the large knockout gas gun or the small knockout gas gun. Oh, in the board game? No, in the in earlier in in another read we had. 
I have no memory. Of what I think it, it must have been my read because when you're waiting for people, you get you get some equipment, and we made it. We were joking oh, about how. Oh, that's right. You're going to grab the that's large funny. one, but you went for the small one. I guess it's in the shape of a pen. <laughs> in the shape of a pen. Okay, cool. Just wasn't mentioned before. There's so much knockout gas in that basement. <laughs> you're actually 18 years old. You think you're 15 years old. <laughs> Your parents are long dead laying in the you've bed not, upstairs. You've knocked, you've knocked yourself out so many times on accident. So my option here is do I use the knockout gun because right now is the time or is it too dangerous right now? I should wait on that. Oh, you're definitely going to do it. No, I decided to wait. No, you didn't. I'm How a, did you decide that? I'm in an enclosed space with a knockout gas gun. I don't think it's the right time. Plus, oh, I want to see where this man. is going. Where's the action, though? Okay, so what page is that? It's coming, to? 33. Okay. So I, I put it in my pocket. The guy behind me doesn't see it because I'm amazing. Oh, man. Okay. We arrive at a large depression in the ground. And there's a ramp going down. So he tells me to drive sure. down there. And there's an entrance down there big enough for the car. So we go in through a tunnel yeah. into an underground garage. Whoa. There's Ooh. a number of truck-like vehicles, but they don't look like trucks at all. They look like big eggs with doors, and there's no wheels. What? So That's very cool. Yeah. A dozen or so strange creatures. Wow, the chimpanzees again. <laughs> <laughs> wow, it says. <laughs> They're uh, putting big boxes into all these eggs. Huh. Right? So it feels no- like that would be annoying because there'd be so much wasted space on the yeah. inside. Yeah, a big rectangle Hot is better than a no- big egg. <laughs> <laughs> there's no best way to load up an egg with rectangles. Um. So he tells me to get out of the car, and I see him for the first time, and yeah, he's a chimpanzee, and he can talk, and he has a gun, of course he's a and chimpanzee. he's a jerk. And he's a jerk? Yeah. Why, is he, why is he a jerk? I don't oh, know. Maybe it's just doing his job, but I'm, I'm, not, I'm not on his side right now, I guess. But he can talk. This is first evidence that we have that the chimpanzee can talk. Not only can he talk, he can also insert a plastic card into a slot and open a door, and he can do that two times, and it is described that many times. Good boy. <laughs> That's the awesomest thing. To say to a six foot chimpanzee, you <laughs> could talk to. Who just took me hostage? <laughs> um, so he, sho- he he opens the second door. And he shoves me in this room and stays outside while the door sh- shuts. It's pitch black in there, so I'm feeling around. And the first thing I feel is an old man. <laughs> okay, <laughs> rude. Who is very startled by me uh, touching him in the pitch black darkness? Oh yeah. Uh, Don't touch fair. me! Don't touch me! He says, and the voice sounds very much like the one you heard on the phone. Oh. And I'm like, hey, did you call me today? And he's like, I did make a call. The chimpanzees took me and my assistant Jethro somewhere else for questioning, and they escaped. He thinks Jethro got outside, but he doesn't know what happened. He feels like probably something bad happened to him. Jethro's not in a good way. Okay. So he locked himself in a room with a phone, and he just dialed a number at random. Okay. Dialed Uh, a number at random? mm -hmm. That's a blow to your ego for sure, right? Yes. You're like, oh, I thought, I thought you, was, you said you needed my help, though. Right. And you, you oh, can it, tell it could have been anybody. Yeah, you could tell it's a blow to his ego because the guy's like, I only had a couple seconds before the chimpanzees came in. And you're like, but you called twice. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, yeah, when they were breaking down a door to one room, I got to another room and that had a phone. I remember what I randomly dialed. So now you're just oh, angry. You have two right? chances to <laughs> randomly call somebody for help. You're going to dial the same number twice? Somebody picked up. Okay, sure. Wait, did anybody? Nobody picked up the first time. Why would you nope. call that number again? This guy is. Yep. This guy's a mess. <laughs> so you're angry. You change the subject. You say, "What's the story with these talking chimps?" <laughs> and we're off to page seventy-two. Man, you are so butthurt by this. <laughs> this is really offensive. So this guy says his name is Professor Marsden. 
He's Professor Marsden. Okay, okay. And he was using, this was his first mistake, I think. He was using chimpanzees in experiments to create superhumans. Not cool. Do you know what happened instead? He created super chimpanzees. He created super chimps. Well, yep. So he's made a super energizing chamber that will give anyone advanced mental powers. Okay, well, what? Okay. Now, this gives him an idea. He explains that this used to be, what? Did he say anything about aliens? No, no, you're, you're not listening. This is a Professor Marsden who inadvertently created super chimps when he meant to make superhumans. I know, but it's got to be connected to the aliens, too. It, that's what you think, and we're going to see. And you're okay. going to be like, huh? <laughs> so he tells you, hey, this used to be a Civil War prison, and the chimpanzees yeah, have, have modernized all the doors. But the cells are still the cells. And some of the prisoners here uh, tried to tunnel for, fr- for freedom, but they How only prisoners ended up... Are there? Back in the Civil War times. Oh, oh, sorry. Uh, but they only ended up digging into another part of the prison. Ah, that's the but worst feeling. good news. Yeah, it would have been bad for them. But good news for us, that tunnel goes right to this guy's laboratory. Hey. So we start climbing through the tunnel, and you can see a little crack in the wall why when you get he there. Do, why didn't he do it before you got there? I think he's a coward and kind of a dummy. Gotcha, okay. Um, so you look through the crack, and you're like, I only see one chimp. Okay. We get in there, I get it with my knockout gun. Ooh. And he's like, just push that wall, probably fall over. Now we go to page 58 for more cool. Did you pictures. push a wall? You shove the wall and it startles the guard so much you have no problem giving him a face full of knockout gas. Nice. Which Good luckily works it. on uh, super chimps. Uh, so yeah, you, well, I mean, that makes sense. You lock the door, which luckily locks from the inside, but you push a piece of lab equipment oh, in front of it just to be sure. What? This is an amazing illustration. Yeah, this is truly an incredible illustration. So you're standing there with your little pen. It's spraying gas into a monkey's face. The monkey's already falling down. He's like, whoa. An old man is crawling through a hole that you've just made. And there's so much cool science equipment in this place. Yeah, he's crawling through like an old brick, like stone wall. But yeah. then the, everything else is awesome, radical, Super retro, science. futuristic sci-fi stuff. So the professor says, go get in that chamber. There's no time to waste. <laughs> Ooh, what's the chamber? <gasps> it's just going to take you through time. No, this is the okay. chamber that makes super chimps. Pay attention. <laughs> yeah, I know, but don't you think it's just going to end up taking us through time? I think I'm probably going to just fall into a hole and it's going to take me through time. <laughs> um, so I'm like, is it safe? And he's like, relatively. So Why is he telling you to get in there? Because he wants a super boy he can well, control? He cl- yeah, well, he claims he can't do it because his heart can't take it. But I think we all know that he wants. He's been working on this project. He wants to see if it works on a yeah. on a human boy. Yeah, he's always wanted to use it on a human boy. Yeah. So it's my options perfect. are jump in that chamber, or uh, no, that's too dangerous. I'm gonna escape some other way. Matt, it's been a long week. I swear to God, if you did not get in that <laughs> chamber, I am calling mom. This is this is one of this is one of the spots where I was like, if Chris does the same read as me, he's getting in that chamber. Sure. But all so, I want in the world is to get in that chamber, so I did it. Yes. Yes. It's like I'll take a pizza That's party. That's my if it brother. Happens. That's my brother. There's a big old glass cylinder with a door. I climb in. Uh, Professor runs to the control board and starts turning stuff on. Oh, awesome! Uh, a powerful force surges through me. I'm all vibrating. My hair stands straight up, which you can see in the uh, picture. <gasps> also, look at that mad science illustration. You're doing the, what's that dance? What you're doing with your hands? What's that called? Is that a it's dance? like a '50s dance. It's like a flapper dance, but you're standing straight yeah. up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got the you got your hands up in elbows, front of you with fingers, fingers elbows, out. Yeah, palms down, fingers. It's it's amazing. It does not look like a T Rex. Yeah. When I step out of the chamber, I feel dizzy, lightheaded, and definitely different. Oh man! 
bad news the chimpanzees are kicking at that door trying to get us so good my thing options, you can punch right through their heads now probably probably my options are go ahead use those mental and psychic powers or <laughs> if you try to use your new mental and psychic powers right away turn to page 30 that's an incredible choice. Yeah. And the other one is, is maybe best. retreat back through the tunnel. The professor could tell you how to use powers. Oh. This was another tough choice for me, and I think you know exactly what I did. I think you went through the tunnel. No. That feels kind of mad to me. No? I, I had to use them right away. <laughs> I wanted to know. <laughs> you needed a taste. Just a bump. Good news. I don't need the professor to tell me how to use my powers. That process oh, has awakened my bra- in my brain all the info I need. Oh, what? The chimps, they have the same powers as me, but since I started at a higher level... <laughs> well, mentally, maybe. Maybe. That's debatable. I think this is just but my physically, take. absolutely not. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like better mental powers help you a lot until the four chimpanzees get to you. <laughs> and then it's over. And make themselves a boy suit. Right. <laughs> that they share at the same time. <laughs> Uh, thanks to my new telepathy, I can hear, in quotes, and feel, in quotes, the chimp's anger as Whoa. they break in. But as soon as they get in, they're frozen in place by my projected force field. Your projected force field? Wow. Do they explain that? They just say projected force field. It just says it by your projected okay. force field. Okay. And I say, wow, did I do that? Okay. <laughs> and then <laughs> the professor says, that's only the beginning of what I could do now. Oh, my God. So I send my mind probing out. Through all the complex... No, 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 read that sentence, please. Your new mind immediately probes out through the underground complex. Thank you. And then I turn to the professor and I say obnoxiously, this way, <laughs> professor, I know the way out. Maybe you're not obnoxious anymore, though. Maybe, you, maybe you, you pull it off now that you're a superhuman. This is not the thing that makes this person better. <laughs> <laughs> this is not the thing that improves this kid's personality. Just sure, fourteen sure, sure, year old sure, okay. driving around in a twenty two hundred thousand dollar <laughs> sports car. All right, you run you run back through the underground garage, um but there's still a chimpanzee in there and he's like, huh? And he throws a big old box at you. Uh, no big deal, your mind force catches it midair. And that is the illustration and it's incredible. I think you'll look come to learn that you don't need to put your arms behind your back and squint your face so hard to use your mind force, but for now. It's your first time. Yeah. That's a good way to accidentally fart while using your mind force is all I'm saying. Even the chimpanzee is making a face like, what? Yeah. The, the professor has his hand over his mouth. He can't. Nobody can believe this. Or he's eating something. But the bad news is uh, this new concentration is so powerful. No. That all the other chimps that I'm holding still back in the laboratory are now yeah. free. And they start running into the passageway to get me. That's some, like, D&D stuff. Yes, it is. That's some, <laughs> exactly like, what I was <laughs> I'll have to work on this mind power, you say. I feel like that's a dig at the professor, like, mm, great mind power you made. <laughs> I'll have Can't to improve your process. <laughs> if I made beautiful. super chimps, they'd be handsome like so me. These so good. It's really good. All right, Man, so I dropped, is... the, I dropped the box with my mind force and refreeze all the chimpanzees. Everybody shuts up immediately. Which is great. Whoa, okay. All right. The box wow, crashes that's... to the floor and it breaks open. And there's a bunch of money blows out of it into the air. And I don't even Just have to money? look at it to know okay. that that is counterfeit money. Because you can, you can sense the money's feelings. My heightened and senses. you can sense that the counterfeit money feels inadequate and self-conscious. <laughs> and you're like, this is counterfeit money. Yeah. Um. So I mind scan the complex again, and this time... You know, I was just about to ask you if you mind scan the complex again, but you did? I did, yeah. <laughs> this okay. time I find the counterfeit equipment, and I say, uh-huh. Huh. 
tons of stacks of counterfeit bills from all around the world. Okay. The professor tells me these egg-shaped flying machines were built by the chimpanzees, and they were going to fly around the world dropping money on everybody to destabilize the world's economies. The ultimate, as he says... Don't. Don't do it. Gorilla warfare. And then, unfortunately, you're forced to crush his head with your mind. And this book is probably the the reason a lot of kids thought it was gorilla warfare, like the animal. Yeah, it probably is this this book's fault. Was the joke worth it? That I don't know. Was there that was their plan? Yeah. So, uh, good news is, uh, as they struggled to get out of my force field, all their powers were destroyed. Now they're just a bunch of ordinary chimpanzees. Although, what tall, big? Were they not that big? Whatever. I've reduced them with my mind powers to regular old chimpanzees, which is adorable and still kind of scary. But I will keep my heightened powers for some time. That's the end. nuts. The end. Yeah. So no aliens. This is a story about a mad scientist who made super chimpanzees who imprisoned him, built egg spaceships, egg planes to fly around the world, destabilizing economies with counterfeit money, which is a wild plan for chimpanzees to come up with. <laughs> and I had a story about where it was counterfeiters, but mine was just that I called it in. And the cops showed up and they were like, yep, we found some counterfeiters. Yep. And they might have killed that dude. And in that case, it was holograms, right? They were hologram chimpanzees. Yeah. Well, that was my assumption. That was never uh, proven to be true. I thought that's what it gave me. No, no. That was me thinking to myself when I was away from all the action. I feel like there's some sort of weird quantum state with this house where like the further you go into the house the more reality breaks, like the weirder things get. (laughs) So if you just don't even dip your toes in, it's just a regular old counterfeiting crime. If you get deep on in it, it's super monkeys making a counterfeiting crime. If you go too deep, (laughs) it's a space alien. That was a really good adventure. You go to this crazy house and you see something scary. A man runs out and dies and then you conjure up these chimpanzees and you're like, whoa. You run to your car and you sit there and you're like, oh, you know, it'd be scary if someone's in the back seat. And they're like, whoa. And you're like, no, it'd be really scary if he was a chimpanzee and he'd talk. And you're like, wow. And then what if there was a mad scientist and that's why there's chimpanzees? Ugh. And then why? If, what if the chimpanzees are counterfeiting money? That's crazy. <laughs> so they just give themselves full license to tell completely different stories with each choice. Like, yeah. as far as like the reality of what's in this house is different, depending on what you do. Yeah. Kind of feels like a cheat. It kind of feels like a cheat. Like, it seems like less work that you're not connecting everything in a way that's interesting. But it's going to be way more interesting to read. Yeah, it's really fun to read. <laughs> right? It's way <laughs> more fun. Um, but this must have been a bone of contention for people at the top of Chusco, right? Well, Chusco so. did exist when this book was written. But, you know, the folks making these things must have been like, this that's R. not right. Montgomery. Yeah. Do you think that was a beef between R.A. Montgomery and... And uh, Edward Packard? Maybe Edward Packard really tries to keep things connected. I would bet maybe internally, but they're both too classy to let that sort of they're thing come out. They're both too classy. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But inside well, they're now, like, I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> now I got to think about this horrifying boy detective monster with superpowers. Yeah, it's bad. He doesn't relinquish around. them, and he will never relinquish them. He will never relinquish and them. Do He's th- not going to use them for good. I know the first thing he'll use them for, to destroy what? that chamber that gives people superpowers. Yeah. I know the second thing he'll use it for. What's that? To move his parents' house off of his basement lab. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's the other side of town, so that he can have his basement lab to himself. That sounds right. 
Oh man, <laughs> I th- that was not a happy like that was rad because he got superpowers. But the yeah. idea of him that last sentence of him keeping his powers for some time, yeah, was very ominous. <laughs> yes, <laughs> a very disturbing. The chimpanzees are no longer a threat. But you are. <laughs> yeah, it's basically sounds like that. the world has a new threat. Yeah. One out of every 300 kids read that and put it down and said, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm going to do. And they tried to crush something from across the room and it didn't work. Yeah. But one out of every uh-huh. three million kids crushed it. It did work. And they got a nosebleed and then fell asleep for 100 years. And wow. it was awoken by a princess kiss. Okay, take it easy. Yeah. That was a really good ride. That was maybe my one of my favorite reads. It was good in, in a long time. That you just took me on. Let's uh, this is tough. But let's uh, let's dive into this. One will win and one will lose. Who will do the better choose? Yes, there can be only one. Who has lost and who has won? Who will have the winning lead? Are you Team Chris or our Matt's team? Who will the big winner be? Listen now and you will see. Um. Both of us had crazy cool things happen, but you got to have way more fun. I was very excited to meet an alien and go to space. Yeah, that was cool. But it felt very perfunctory. Like, I went into the room and the alien said, come to space. Come. I went in a door and the alien was like, I've got an idea. Follow me out this door. And then well, <laughs> there was a spaceship. <laughs> but first you were like, oh, up into space? <laughs> This guy is not. This alien is crazy. This alien is imagining things. <laughs> Do you see those blueprints for taking over the Western Hemisphere? Come on, Phase Alpha, grow Note up, you nutcase. You weird alien. Uh, that was pretty I great. Think... And you found page eighty-eight, which may be a thing again. Yeah, but that just annoys me. It makes me feel like my read was less special. <laughs> um. I think it's got to be yours, man. You got superpowers. You got superpowers. You did so much stuff. I would, I would generally argue Used... for you, but I, I think I won because I don't know that we're going to get superpowers again. If I had ever guessed that you would get superpowers in this book, <laughs> I never in a million years would have guessed you would actually get to use them yes. within the confines of this yeah, book. That's in not a bunch of different work. ways and then keep them forever. And discover for the time. rules of them Ugh. and see pictures of it happening. Delightful. Yeah, it was pretty cool when you're like, oh, I don't need you to explain it. I already know. I know. I already know. Your voice drops a couple octaves when you say that. <laughs> you grow three feet. <laughs> Mostly just in your arms. Um, yeah, that is delightful. Uh, so, yeah, I think that's that one goes to you. But I'm not too worried about that because I, I have a feeling there's some really good reads in my future. Because we're still early. I'm not worried about you sweeping this one. All right. Congratulations. Um, whew, that was a ride. I feel like I feel like I want to say thank you to uh to everybody who yeah. voted for this book because I feel like this book does have some secret wonders yes, that's for to sure. bestow upon us. And I I'm sure there will only be more next week. And thank you all. Thank you everybody for listening so 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 much. Um can we take a moment, Matt, to say a very special thank you to a very special someone? I think we better. Let's do it. Please our compliments you see and concrete are constructive criticism I have one without the other why that be no fun no fun Sure it's fun to get a compliment and not be criticized even a little bit But would we be better people if we got some constructive criticism with our compliments? It's complies and concrete. 
Uh, hey, uh, this, this is com- uh, it's a complete and concrete. It's a compliment is a complete is a compliment, and a concrete is a piece of constructive criticism. <laughs> so bad, just practice it. It's I it's demand hard. You practice it. I do practice it. Practice it once okay. a week. <laughs> uh, and uh, if you would like a complete and concrete, then all you have to do is follow us on Twitter and interact with us. Maybe like a thing. Maybe talk to us. We love that. It's so nice. Um, and then you'll be automatically entered enter to get a complete and concrete. So let's find out who gets a. Uh, who gets them today? Man, just just a little practice. Use a random number generator too. Do, 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 do. And today's recipient is Kara or Kara. Please correct me, Kara or Kara. Kara at Carax Elizabeth. I'm just pronouncing Woo-hoo! it. At Carax Elizabeth. Congratulations. Yay! And thank you so much for listening. And thank you specifically to you for listening. Let's see what your complete is. One time you saw a painting and thought, I could do that, and you were right. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. You you were absolutely right about that. You just have to dive in. You wouldn't even have to try very hard. Yeah, probably not. Specifically that painting. Maybe, like, not <laughs> yeah, necessarily it, like other great pieces of art, but that one you could just, you could nail it. You could do it over and over, too. It's reproducible. Yeah. So see if you can remember which painting it was, and then go for it. Or don't. Like, maybe just be happy in the knowledge that you could have nailed it that one time. Yep. Uh, you thought about that. You can tell people that. Yeah, you should tell mm-hmm. people that. Okay, let's do a piece of constructive criticism. No big deal, nothing personal. Just a little something to you sh- you could know. <laughs> Got your 20-sided guy? Yeah, I have my 20-sided guy, and I'm ready to randomly distribute information. <laughs> oh, uh, let's get to the end of this list, you guys. All right, another one up when we've... Rolled everyone. <laughs> Could take a minute. You don't cut this out, do you? No, I don't actually. Well, I keep rolling the same numbers. What did I say last week about getting a new twenty second guy? Ah, a famous person heard about you because of that one time that embarrassing thing happened. Oh, now a famous person knows. Which is okay. Like again, we still all think you should let go of that embarrassing thing. There's no reason to carry it with you. But um, yeah. I know how that works, and it's easier said than done. But unfortunately, now a famous person does know who you are because of it. But probably the reason they remember is they're like, oh, that person should let that go. That's not that bad. Yeah. And I need to learn that lesson for myself, too. So I think you probably also helped a famous person. Yeah. So way to help a famous um, person. Sorry yeah. about that thing, though. Yeah. And it is the famous person you're thinking of. Yes, yeah, it is. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so thank you specifically. And thank everyone else specifically. No, thank as everyone well. else generally. No, I'm thanking them all specifically. That's very generous of you. I don't know if I'm ready for that. General okay. way. Uh, we're working through everybody. Thank you all, all of you for listening. Um, again, yeah, we're finished your pod on Twitter if you want to dive in and chat with us. Um, we have something very exciting happening this. Nope. We have something very exciting <laughs> that already happened uh, last Saturday. So I'm not announcing it here because time is weird. Um, yeah, <laughs> what we what we do have is a lot of fun stuff that you can uh, do. You can come check out our Twitter. You can also um, we did a live stream on Saturday uh, where we talked about some stuff. I'm sure it was a lot of fun. There's a live stream pizza party. Uh, you can find yep. that on our YouTube. We're finish it pod on YouTube. Same. We're not. We're not finish it pod on YouTube. No, we're we're like YouTube.com slash user slash a bunch of numbers. Um, you're gonna have to search. For us on YouTube until we get a hundred followers, subscribers. Right, I mean. but you search for us. Our, so, our username is Finish It Pod. 
Um, yeah, finish it podcast, finish it pod. That stuff will bring us. Yeah, up. yeah, yeah. So search for finish it pod, and you'll find us. Um, and uh, also on, um, I forgot to mention this even to my brother, so this will be a surprise for him. But on hey. our Threadless store, finish it pod on Threadless, we have <laughs> a design, a new design to commemorate the ending of Rock and Roll Mystery. So if you listen to all of Rock and Roll Mystery, you deserve to ro- reward yourself with something fun. Uh, we've got a design uh, based on the Root Video Club right up there on Threadless. So get yourself a t-shirt or a mug or a king-size duvet cover. Whatever. And you'll be surprised to hear I've already ordered my t-shirt oh. of that. <laughs> so Matt has actually seen it. Um, yeah. It's awesome. And we have a lot of other stuff from all the other um, uh, adventures we've had up there as well. So check it out. There's some fun stuff. And you can even get like stickers, you know, which are like a couple bucks or whatever. So, oh, yeah. A lot of fun stuff. And I kind of forgot, but um, from the musical we did, that Inflagrante Podcasto, yes. that is also a design available. That's right. That was my favorite line. That is something you need to stick on. That's my favorite line that Matt came up with uh, in the musical Inflagrante Podcasto. It's a spicy, sexy design that you need mm. all over your house. Um, right, sure. Anything else, Matt? The last four episodes of Clone Wars were tight. Okay. Hey, you can also find, we have our music on SoundCloud, Finish the Pod. We're uh, on SoundCloud as Finish the Pod. And we have a lot of songs on there and playlists and stuff. Um, but other than that, hopefully that'll be a week's worth of entertainment for you. And uh, other than that, you'll just have to wait in the dark until next yeah. week when we'll be back with more House of D. Uh, and until then, take care to keep... <laughs> Wait in the dark like an old man until a young boy <laughs> reaches out and startles him with his... Groping. Cold, wet hand. <laughs> uh, until then, you take care to keep your business drier than yourself. Yeah.